It's Patreon and it's time to jack. Oh yes, welcome back once again. <laughs> uh, well, this ain't not Axel Braun this week. No, it isn't. No, wait, yes, it is. This is ain't not Axel Braun. This is this ain't not Axel Braun. Yeah. Because it is. Because this week we're talking (laughs) about two of the parody films of famed modern pornographer, Axel Braun. That's right. And uh, this is two films, in fact, from 2011. Yeah, I didn't realize that when I picked them out. Right. Um, But I picked them out solely based on the fact that I enjoy their subject matter. Right, right. And hope that it would translate into a film in a way that would be delightful. And the results were uh, mixed, to say the best. <laughs> right. All right. Well, uh, so let's start by talking about a case where perhaps it was a little bit less than perfect. Yeah, we can get started with that one. Um, do we need to introduce the... Let's just go. Let's just rip into it. <laughs> All right, so... The first film that we're going to talk about is This Ain't Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. Again, this is from 2011 and uh, stars Dale DeBone as Alex Trebek, uh, along with a cast of characters, including Mary Carey, Cody Carmichael, Brianne Benson, Diamond Fox, Dana Vendetta, Nikki Hunter, Brittany Amber... Uh, gentlemen such as Mr. Pete, Tommy Pistol, Danny Mountain, and uh, others. Billy Blaze, who I assume is uh, a character from Double Dragon. <laughs> I think you might be onto something there. <laughs> but uh, this is an interesting production. Of course, Axel Braun uh, didn't really have a plot so much to work with here more of a concept to work with yeah and Um, uh the concept is the uh beloved game show jeopardy yes yes Um, it is i love jeopardy uh i feel like i'm great at it yeah Uh, i feel like if i was on the show i would probably freeze and crash but as long as i'm safe on my couch where no one can hear me (laughs) get the first answer wrong and then get it right the second time (laughs) we're all good well, we're going to put that to a test here in a little bit, but uh, we'll get to that in a yeah, bit. <laughs> first, well, first let's, uh, let's dive in. I, I the Jeopardy's fun. Uh, I assume everyone listening to this knows how it's played. It's a quiz show where you are asked You're question. given statements. You're given statements, and you must answer in the form of a question. Right. Um but that won't be very important as it turns out. <laughs> no, it won't. Uh, there's a lot that's not incredibly important in this film, it seems. Yeah. The film is more or less a framing device for several sex scenes, which I guess in a broad sense isn't odd for a porn film. No. But this seems like more of a collection of largely unrelated sex scenes and a yes. couple that are more appropriate to the plot. It seems... Um... It's like an egregious framing device to show you some, like, three separate scenes. 
<laughs> right. I don't know if all the scenes are even, if they're all Axel Braun shot scenes or not. Right. I didn't check the credits enough to like, you know, see if they're like segment producers or, because I, I, I did watch this, I watched this one with a friend and we were kind of talking about, uh, she was asking how, uh, like if people like bought this kind of porn and I was kind of trying to describe uh, to the best of my knowledge, like how this sort of stuff works. Right. Is that a lot of it ends up being like kind of just shot as scenes that are going to get chopped up and put on like bang bros or like whatever website right. Axel Braun like sells this stuff to. And then I, I assume you can buy like the whole film if you want, but I feel like you're probably paying access and just watching maybe like two or three different scenes. Right. And in this case, it's kind of more like even more directly that by just having this jeopardy framing device and a couple of video clues that are just scenes from probably completely different films. Right. Or just like, like not even like narrative films, just, the kind of like my neighbor likes to squirt for or <laughs> right. uh, big hold ass bangers <laughs> on the log flume ride at Disney number <laughs> 24. <laughs> we'll have to cover that one on one yeah, of our epi- other episodes. It's not the best in the series, but um, it's pretty solid. <laughs> I gotcha. So, <laughs> This Ain't Jeopardy opens with Alex reading a Hustler magazine. This is a Hustler production, as is our second film. Yes. Um, Jenny, his hairdresser slash assistant, shows up late. uh, And she takes a shower, in which we get to watch her taking a shower through Alex's POV. Is that uh, what that is? He's creeping around. Okay, I didn't, I think I missed him creeping around, but... Oh, yeah, he's creeping around watching. Okay, it's quite a long shower, so... Uh, Jenny is played by Mary Carey, and uh, her breast implants are a bit on the overinflated side. Yeah, I don't um, want to, like, body shame too much on that, but, yeah, they don't look great. Yeah, this is an interesting era. Um, I think that it's... Interesting because now we're seeing a lot less focus on getting uh, breast implants. Yeah. And like, the they're w- still out there, but uh, the natural breast is back in a big way these days. Yeah. For the better, I, I would say. Yeah. Uh, and the ones that are there are less like these, like, yeah, early 2000s kind of leftovers where they were just Kind of on the, yeah, like, too balloonish in a way. Right. Um, Breasts that probably look good in a shirt. Yeah. But less so when you see them, especially when you see them in, like, different positions. Because they, like, they don't move. Right. And yeah. there are certain positions where, like, they look decent, and then there are other positions where they look real weird. So, but, you know, it's, it's a trend of the time more so than any one person's decision. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I feel like there's probably a lot of pressure on people to get them, especially in this time frame. So. Yeah, definitely. Um, but regardless... I'm, I'm not af- begrudging anyone. <laughs> it started with this parody Jeopardy music playing, but it fades out after a while, and we just get a lot of long shower taking in silence. Yeah, a lot of uh, lifting the leg up onto the shower. 
Yeah. And uh, exposing of the genitals and so forth. And this goes on for, it seems like, quite a long time. Yes, it does. Uh, But after Alex is satisfied watching her, um, Jenny comes to help him get his hair ready. (laughs) And, of course, Alex starts complaining about his gold-digging wife. But then Alex's masseuse shows up. He needs a good loosening up before his taping, he says. So the masseuse is played by Brianne Benson. And she mentions that he does feel tight, and he shows her that he's stiff in his groinal area, as he says. Oh, yeah. And he flips over and says that he has a stiff proposition that she may have an opening. (laughs) And uh, so she starts to massage his cock and balls and blow him. She has some really good technique. She's working his balls with her hand and uh, really throating down that dick for quite a bit. Yeah, she's got good technique. She's um, more attractive than the woman in the shower, for sure. Yeah. She's more my type. Uh, Yeah, I noted, I like this dark-haired masseuse. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She's got a nice uh, clip piercing, too. Yeah, there's a couple of those in this film. He lays some pipe for quite a while. There's some standing doggy with her leg propped up on the massage table. Some sideways fucking on the massage table. And finally we see him stroking as she sits down in front of him and he comes mostly in her mouth but also on her tits. Yeah. And then we finally get to Jeopardy. Yes, a half hour in. (laughs) Wherein a real entire real episode of Jeopardy would have elapsed at this point. I assume this is, they're starting in First Jeopardy. Right, I guess. They all have money on the board. Well. Like tens of thousands. Well, so Sally is the champion, so it makes sense for her to have a money amount. Yeah, but, I mean, you start at zero anyway. Well, you start at zero, but they'll mention what her total was. Yeah, 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 but this is... I guess it wouldn't be on the board. It wouldn't be on the board. Right. It's all on the board, and it rarely changes. Uh, So Sally's the champion. She's a bit of a stick in the mud. Yeah. But we've also got Steve Steuben, who's an entrepreneur from Atlanta, and Alex asks him to elaborate, in which he explains he runs an escort service, and Alex wants to talk to him after the show. <laughs> uh, and then there's Vicky, who is an exotic dancer from Las Vegas. All right. So we get our categories, which are balls, uh-huh. double entendres, or... Dirty words, All right. things that end in job, caught in the act, which is a video category, and how'd that get in there? <laughs> which Alex notes the correct response refers to things in the butthole. Okay. We get caught in the act for 200 as the first thing picked on the board, and of course caught in the act is a video category, and Alex asked the players to name this act. So, we see a woman who's blowing three guys who are standing around her. I will say, before this, to be fair, they do do, like, two, like, jokey questions. Oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah. Um, And I was like, okay, this is going to be a little fun. Right. Uh, But it immediately goes to the video category, and I'm like, okay, this will be quick, because in Jeopardy, they can't be too long or the round will end. That is not the case. So, this scene starts with a bassy, but... 
uh, kind of low-key, almost Sega Genesis-y soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And so in this scene, we don't see the top half of any of the guys, but I do immediately recognize that Tommy Pistol is one of the guys due to his Master Shake tattoo. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> That's one thing I do not like about this era of porn is how everyone has tattoos. Right. I'm not a I'm not a big fan of them in a, in a pornography. I'm uh, indifferent about them. I feel if they're, I will say I guess in just like a random scene it doesn't matter, but I feel if you're like trying to play like a role. Yeah, it can I mean, kind of take me out a bit if I can see your master shake tattoo. Fair enough. Uh, I think that this role, guy in a blow bang. Yeah. I think that. Oh, you just gave away the answer. Oh, oops. (laughs) But uh, this this is a fitting uh, tattoo for somebody in this role. Yes. It's not like Alex who has like a sleeve. Right, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, this goes on for a long time. She is working hard and doing a pretty good job. She looks pretty good too. Um, This is. This is Dana Vendetta doing this scene. So this goes on for quite a while, and uh, and the guys all come on her face. And this, you know, <laughs> this goes on probably like 15 minutes. And then afterwards, it cuts back to the game, which is almost jarring at this point. Yes. She forgot what was happening. So um, Vicky buzzes in. And correctly answers blow bang. Excellent. So we get our next question, which is again in the video category. It's caught in the act for 400. And it's here we see a cheerleader sitting on the toilet. And as she's sitting there, a cock comes through a hole in the wall. Yes, it's a, it's a glory hole. Indeed. Um, I don't like the style of glory hole. I got a lot of complaints today. Okay. I don't like the one where you can, that it's it's real long and you can eventually reach your hand through. It should just be for the cock and perhaps the balls. <laughs> okay, fair enough. That's um, I'm a glory hole purist. Well, I think that if you're trying to keep room for balls, you've got to leave a little extra room there not for low hanging balls. Not enough to get the hand through. Uh, I don't know. Okay, well, let's agree to disagree. <laughs> okay. So uh, she starts to blow this cock that goes through the wall and starts to gag on it after a bit. She rubs it on her tits and rubs it against her clit. And then she bends over, propping her leg up on the toilet, and she starts to fuck the cock. This goes on for quite a bit, and after a while, the toilet's really rocking back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's not secure at all, but she's really putting it to the test. And then glory hole etiquette is completely broken when the yes. guy comes around the partition and gets so in the mad. stall with her. So pissed. <laughs> completely just broken down the entire thing. We might have our differing feelings on the size of the hole, but this we, is something we can both agree on. Yeah. Once you've come face to face with the person on the other side of the glory hole, what's the point? Exactly. So uh, they do some standing doggy, and uh, she rides him sitting reverse cowgirl on the toilet. Yeah, his cheeks smacking against the toilet lid cover make quite a sound. (laughs) And uh, she rides him a bunch, and then he gets on the floor and eats her out from below. 
this goes on for a while with different fucking positions here yeah. and uh she squats down and fingers herself as he strokes and then he comes on her face so this was Brittany amber all right and anthony rosano well, good for them we cut to Vicky, who rings in again and correctly answers Glory Hole. Then we get to Caught in the Act for 600. This is one of those times that they get stuck in a category. They get stuck in a category, and it's, like on Real Jeopardy, it's my least favorite category. <laughs> right? Because the video category is just always some woman walking around the Smithsonian <laughs> for about 40 seconds. And I was like, just ask the question. Right. I want to get through the round. <laughs> uh, very agitating. So, here we see a woman in a green dress get on her knees and pull off a guy's pants and start blowing him. This is our MILF. Uh, this is Nikki Hunter, who's with Danny Mountain here. Okay. Um, one thing that I'll say about this scene is she does a lot of dirty talk in it, and that's she, pretty cool. She is quite vocal. Yes. Some uh, of the things, Maybe too much. Some of the things she say just made me howl with laughter. <laughs> Uh, I think she's like, oh, I fucking love it when she's just sucking dick and right? she's super enthusiastic. Uh, she licks the guy's balls and says, you like that? I love fresh young balls. Yeah, a lot of talk about him, about how young his cock is. Yeah. She says, you like it all wet and slimy like that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she is getting very slobbery as she's going at it. She says, I'm going to make your young cock feel so good. We see him sitting on the carpeted stairs, and she's leaning forward to blow him. There's a few moments, like 10 seconds, where in the left of the frame, you totally see the camera guy. Yeah. Uh, it's not even like just his foot or arm in the shot. You see like the camera and his hand holding yeah. it and everything. I feel like you see, I don't know if it's the camera or if it's like a camera mic or something yeah yeah you see because it looked like a boom mic i wasn't quite sure <laughs> uh, later on you see one of the lights yeah clearly so uh, yeah this is uh not the production value i expect really yeah this is uh below our standards <laughs> uh she asks if he wants to fuck her ass and he does and she talks about how she's gonna taste her ass on his cock so uh, she pulls her panties aside and rides him Reverse cowgirl as he sits on the steps. She yeah. has a clip piercing herself. Yeah, I think hers has some dangling jewelry on it. Yeah. Yeah. Once her tits are pulled out, they are uh, in an interesting shape. <laughs> he says, you're still going to tip me, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we cut to some standing doggy, and then they're on the love seat. And she tells him again that she wants him to fuck her ass. And then uh, she says she'll sign afterwards. Yeah, he's I a guess he's a package delivery yeah, guy. Yeah, he's a delivery guy. I was having some debate about what his job was. It was like, is he the gardener? Is he pool boy? What's he here for? I feel like I would have made this more clear. Yeah, well, you didn't. Well, she straddles him and starts to ride him reverse cowgirl anally. She asks if he's ever fucked a MILF before. He says it's the first time. She tells him to fuck her dirty brown hole. Yeah. <laughs> she climbs down and then blows him a bit and says, I love the taste of my ass in the morning. <laughs> um, yeah, she says something about pounding her pretty little hole or something like that. A lot yeah. of uh, 
very, uh, like I said, very vocal. Uh, he fucks her ass as she's laying on the couch. She gets her fingers in her vagina while playing with her clit and tells him to come all over her face as he's fucking away, and he finally pulls out and comes all over her face, mouth, and tits. She then sucks and licks his cock more, calling him a good boy and telling him that she'll sign his paperwork, but also she tells him that she has three daughters that he has to meet. We we cut back to the game, and Steve answers in with anal sex, but... Alex throws to the judges and they won't take it. So Vicky rings back in and says, MILF anal. And that was the correct answer. That doesn't seem fair. So One then. Of those technicalities. So then Steve and Vicky start making out. Uh, Alex notes that Vicky's in the lead, Steve is in second place, and Sally, the champion, is in last. The final Jeopardy question is. This term describes when a male fingers a female's ass, then wipes his finger on the female's upper lip. They had 30 seconds to answer. Sally answers Dirty Sanchez. Yes. She says she knew from being a high school principal. I don't know what that means. Steve answered Dirty Rodriguez. Alex notes that that would be right if they were talking about the penis instead of fingers. Vicky answers Alaskan Pipeline. So Sally is still the champion. Steve and Vicky, however, are making out. Alex approaches Sally's stand, and she looks upset at the other two who are making out and asks what kind of show Alex is running. She storms off upset. Alex asks Steve about his escort service, and Steve tells him to come to Atlanta and he'll hook him up. Alex also notes before he leaves that Vicky has scrumptious breasts. But uh, he says he hears his glass of gin and tonic and a bottle of lube calling his name. So Alex leaves, and meanwhile, on set, Steve and Vicky fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, they fuck for a long time. Yes, they do. So uh, she licks his cock and sucks on it, and uh, he fucks her mouth a bit. He bends her over the podium and fucks her from behind as he's standing. They get in a few positions where her tits kind of sit in a really weird way. She blows him a bit, and uh, he fingers her a bit more as they're laying on the ground and then starts to fuck her from behind. She rides him cowgirl, and then we see him stand and come on her tongue. She sucks a bit more as the camera zooms in and blurs out, and we cut to Alex looking in a mirror, saying... When this dirty episode airs, it'll be a scandal and their ratings will go through the roof. Sally comes in upset. She tells him that she can't do another sex episode. It's humiliating. She's upset the other contestants started having sex right next to her. Alex knows it was a bit unfair and she did seem a little tense. He offers to loosen her up a bit. He rubs her shoulders a bit and she says she feels powerless to say no. Yes. (laughs) He says, most female contestants do. Oh, good. (laughs) In my notes, I just put, that's fucked up. (laughs) Yeah, that's uh, fucked up, Alex. So uh, she starts rubbing his crotch, and she says she never gets any dick. Alex says, me neither. She says, that's a good thing. And he says, no, this is a good thing, as he pulls out his cock. She gets down and starts to blow him. 
Um, she definitely doesn't seem like a prude like she did earlier. No. She's really working that dick and gets it in her throat a bit while she's also sucking some balls. She likes to be coerced. He lays her sideways on the massage table and starts to fuck her while he's standing and continues to fuck her as she rolls onto her back. And uh, we see him laying on the table and her riding him. And finally, after quite a while, we see him standing and stroking, and he comes on her tongue and in her mouth, and she licks and sucks on it a bit more. He calls her a nasty little girl, and fake Jeopardy music kicks in again, and we get credits. Yes. And that was the resolution of Uh, uh, This Ain't Jeopardy. Yep. The sexual uh, harassment will continue. After these messages from <laughs> Aleve. All right, Jeremy. So Uh-oh. you think that you're great at Jeopardy. Yeah. So I'm going to take you through the raincoat report category of Jeopardy. Okay. Uh, all of these questions have answers that if you had listened to every episode of our podcast and memorized everything that we had said... Uh, all of the answers are there somewhere. Okay, so it's all stuff that's been in my head. At some point that may not be there anymore. All right. Well, let's let's let her rip. All right. This director's Avon films include Savage Sadus and Daughters of Discipline. Oh, my God. He robbed a bank. Mm, oh, I think you're right. He did, but that's no, he not didn't his rob name. A bank. Uh, he did something Jack, illegal. Jack Palance. It's uh, Phil Prince. Okay, bring on the next one. This porn director spent four years in the Navy, was an X-ray technician, and then became a hairdresser before directing an adult film. Who is? Who's Gerard Damiano? That is correct. All right. (laughs) In this film, Willine grabs a peeled cucumber and, after taking a bite, notes that it sure does taste odd. What is hard soap, hard soap? Nope, the answer was Thundercrack. Ah, it was the cucumbers that... Uh, they had made. I remember them now. That the uh, lady was fucking herself with. Yeah. They were her dead husband's cucumbers, and she fucked herself with them. Yes. <laughs> in her first film, 800 Fantasy Way, this actress got pink eye and a broken nose from Jamie Gillis. It is... Who is Georgina Spelvin? Incorrect. The answer is Lisa DeLeo. Damn it. Okay. I'm not good at this. I'm not good at this. (laughs) Go on. This director was able to make what was perhaps the most elaborate gay adult film ever made by benefiting from the mastermind of an armored truck robbery. Do you need the name of the director? The director. The director is... De- Devereaux? Who is Dever Jack Devereaux? <laughs> who is who is who's, who's Phil Prince? 
the answer is John Christopher. Okay. What was the film? Oh, the film was The uh, Centurions of Rome. Okay, at least you got that. I got okay. partial credit. Uh, that was not part of the question, so you get no credit. <laughs> partial credit, I got one and a half. All right, so here's the final one. All right, this is Final Jeopardy. Sean invites the Mary titular character of this film to lunch at the King's Inn, where he informs her that he's a graduate student of psychology before inviting her to his place to check out his new decorations. That is the seduction of Lynn Carter. Yes. All right. I got that one. I know my Jamie, I know my Jamie Gillis. <laughs> All right. All right. So, um, well, it doesn't look like I'm the champion this week, but uh, maybe next time. Maybe you know? next time. Okay, yeah, let's cool. take it's a... Been, it's been great <laughs> on being on the show. It's been a dream. It's nice to meet you, Mr. Trebek. Uh, yes. He's moving the, the, uh, the, the, the planchard on the Ouija board, and he says, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break, and then we'll be back to talk about our second film. All right. When there's something strange but horny in the neighborhood, who are you going to call? Um, well, Catholic, so I'd get a priest. <laughs> okay. And uh, he would have to request special permission from the Vatican to uh, <laughs> perform an exorcism on my domicile. Uh, but who would you call? Uh, I would call This Ain't Ghostbusters Triple X a porn parody. But na 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 Yeah. All right. I would call them. I didn't know that was a pot. I didn't know they were still in business. Uh, you texted me a couple weeks back and asked me if I'd ever seen Ghostbusters before. I asked everyone I talked to that weekend if they had ever seen Ghostbusters. <laughs> just getting, just doing some polling, some light polling. Uh, no, I watched it like a week or two ago, and it's a, it's such a good movie. It is it's classic. A uh, horror comedy of uh, top shelf comedians and uh, some excellent practical effects and some cool visual effects. Yeah, uh, great writing all around. If for some reason you haven't seen Ghostbusters, you should watch it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's fair. Um, so, so that got me really excited when I saw that when I had this idea and then saw that he had done a Ghostbusters. Uh, was immediately ready for it. Yeah, so we're talking about This Ain't Ghostbusters, Triple X, a porn parody from 2011, again by Axel Braun. This one seemed to have had like a hundred times the budget of the Jeopardy one. Yeah, this one's an actual film that they wasn't just something cobbled together in a couple hours. Yeah, we've got some uh, name talent here. Uh, we have Evan Stone as uh, Vinkman, uh, who mm, has a somewhat 
questionable performance, but he he's uh, he's a name in the porn industry. He sure is. Um, we also have sexual predator James Dean. Yep, he's here. Uh, he is Ray. Yes, no, he is Egon. He's Egon, yeah. Ray is Alec Knight, who, to the best of my knowledge, isn't a sexual predator. Great. Uh, <laughs> but. On that note, uh, there is a brief appearance by sexual predator Ron Jeremy at the beginning. Yeah, this film's loaded down with uh, bad people. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, in addition to them, we've got Alexis Texas, Jennifer Mm -hmm. Dark, Lily LeBeau, uh, Raven Alexis. Who plays uh, Winston? Uh, Winston is played by T. Real. Okay. uh, Who (laughs) just kind of appears at the end. Yeah. Uh, Sarah Shivon, uh, and uh, a couple other people thrown in to uh, pad out the cast, but it's a fairly small cast. There's five sex scenes in this film uh, linked together with uh, some takes on some key scenes from the original Ghostbusters film. Yeah. Uh, so the film opens outside of a library where we see some statues, and we see something... Somewhat similar to the beginning of Ghostbusters, <laughs> where a librarian, played by sexual predator Ron Jeremy, is uh, pushing a cart of books, and then we see a bunch of index cards spitting out of their drawers there. Yeah, the the visual effects in this aren't too bad. They're kind of like early, mid-early 2000s uh, CGI stuff. Right. It's not terrible, but it's not great. There are some scenes in here where there's CGI used that kind of puzzled me that there was CGI being used. Yeah. Um, not so much the ghosty stuff. We'll, we'll get to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, he takes off and runs in fear and then runs into a light, and at which point we get our Ghostbusters parody song mm-hmm. playing with a Ghostbuster graphic. Mm-hmm. Um. We see a gargoyle outside of, uh, I guess it's a college building, but this gargoyle has a cock. Yep, and we zoom straight into its pee hole. Yes, we do. Inside, we see Vinkman playing the old card and shock trick. Mm -hmm. Um, He is having a man and a woman guess cards, and the man keeps guessing the right card, and he keeps telling him he's wrong. And the woman keeps guessing the wrong card, and he keeps telling her she's right. After a while, the guy runs off, and Vinkman tells the woman that she's psychic. He also asks if she knows about sensory deprivation, and she says yes. And then he corrects himself. He didn't mean that. He means sensory overload. He tells her that that's exactly what she needs. So he comes behind her, and using a magnifying glass, gestures to her, telling her to imagine that she's a hole that needs to be filled. Filled with something hard. Then he pulls his cock out and she starts sucking it. Yes. Uh, he keeps doing this move where he swings his cock left and right. Yeah. And he's got quite a meat sword, so it flops around a whole lot. It does be flopping. I will say, I can stop and talk about Evan Stone's performance here. Okay, yeah, bit. this is a good point for it. Um, it's way more uh, Bill Murray and like Caddyshack than it is like Bill Murray and Ghostbusters, right? But maybe more like Bill Murray and like What About Bob or something, where he's like mentally ill, right? <laughs> <laughs> he is he is quite over the top, and yeah. that that might be how he was directed to be 
it is much more extreme than Bill Murray was in Ghostbusters, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's a lot more of a, just a goofy take on it. Um, but he does seem to be having a good time with it, Yeah, he's least. having a good time, and I thought it was funny, but he is going uh, way over the top for this. Uh, she swallows most of his cock, and when he when when she does, he pounds the water fountain behind him. <laughs> he then uh, bends over her, or he then bends her over his desk and starts spanking her with a ruler, which says Carlos T on the back of it. Oh, Carlos which, Chobelina. Which up until now I didn't think about it, but yes, maybe that is a reference. <laughs> I don't know. Probably not. He then slides her panties aside and penetrates her while she's standing and uh, spanks her more with the ruler. He drops the ruler after a bit and really hammers away at her. She plays with her clit as uh, she rides him on a chair. He lays her back on the desk and starts to fuck her while he's standing and uh, really pounds away, stopping to play with her clit for a bit before hammering her away more. She rolls to her side and he fucks her more with her ass to the camera. And after a bit, she gets up and they kiss. And then they both masturbate next to each other. He tells her he wants her to come. And then he lays her on the desk again. Finally, she drops down and he comes on her face. But just as he does, we have Ray bust in. Uh, This is Alec Knight. He's excited about Ghost. He says that they saw a full nude apparition at the library. Vinkman's pissed off that he's being interrupted with his cock out, rightfully so. But Vinkman then takes off, telling the girl that he'll be back later to give her a sensory overload. So then we see Ray, Egon, and Vinkman in the library. Uh, And again, Egon is sexual predator James Dean. Uh Uh-huh. Vinkman's being kind of annoying the whole time. One of them notes that the XXX meter is off the charts. They then run into the woman apparition who shushes them after one of them sneezes. Yes. Vinkman puts his hand through her, says she's harmless, and then she kicks him and knocks over some books. They tell Ray to go talk to her and ask the others what to say, and they just respond to fuck her, and they run off. She then becomes uh, corporeal. Yes, I believe it's Alexis, Texas. Uh, This is indeed Alexis, Texas. All right. Oh, and Lily LeBeau was the woman in the last scene with uh, Evan Stone. As a student. Uh, I would say that um, the women in this film are quite attractive. They're all very good looking. I would agree with that. Alexis, Texas is a, a classic. I would say that... The uh, breast implants in this movie are generally of a higher quality than in the last movie. Uh, They're still there, and there are still moments where they don't quite hold up as much as you'd like. Right, but But, uh, they're not bad. Yeah. So she immediately pulls off his pants and his tidy whities and starts to blow him. She's got, like, this glitter makeup and white makeup around her eyes. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, But she's also wearing some torn, like, 1800s clothes. She starts to stroke him pretty hard with her hands and has him sit down so she can mount him reverse cowgirl. So in this scene, he's laying back on this chair, and his neck is kind of cranked up at the back of the chair. 
but also because of the position, his hips are just over the air and he's having to kind of plant his feet to support her as she's bouncing on him. Yeah. I well, would say that this would probably be pretty uncomfortable after a few minutes. Yeah, quite a few of the uh, positions. And as long as you have to like hold them in these films, they seem right. quite uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, she turns around and he fucks her from below, and then he bends her over a desk and fucks her doggy with her leg propped up. He eats her out, and then uh, they stand up and he fucks her as she plays with her clit. Uh, back to doggy, and he fucks her a bit more and pulls out and comes on her ass. Yeah. He, he yells for the other guys and runs off from her. It's at this point that we meet Lewis. Um... Unfortunately, they did not get Rick Moranis for this movie, who I think would be great in this role. I think they could have got him. They should have tried harder if they didn't. Yeah. But uh, this Lewis is still fun. This is Jeremy Conway playing Lewis. Okay. He runs into Dana, who uh, is played by Raven Alexis. Uh, again, they also couldn't get Sigourney Weaver for this one. <laughs> no, I don't think she, she probably would have turned it down. Yeah. But I, I think you really could have got Rick. <laughs> so Lewis tells Dana that he's waiting for his porn to come in. He's going to watch them at double speed so he can jack off twice as fast. That's smart. Uh, he also talks about how she left her window open and he went to turn her TV off and he... Came out with a pair of her panties. Yeah. Which she takes back. As Dana goes inside, she sees a commercial for the Ghostbusters. Are you troubled by strange voices in your bedroom? Do you feel like you're being watched while you masturbate? Have you, or anyone in your family, ever been touched or fondled inappropriately by a banshee, incubus, or succubus? (laughs) If the answer is yes, pick up the phone and call the professionals. Busters, we're ready to believe you. I love it. It's so good. Everything, like, all the little parody bits are just so much fun for me. <laughs> okay. Um, and the costuming, I think, it's pretty solid. It's on the, uh, Bron's known for, like, his costuming, especially, like, in his, like, uh, superhero films. Yeah. Um, and this one, I think, is no exception. I think the gear and the costumes all look pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Some questionable CGI, but beyond that, looking good. Yeah. I winked. (laughs) We see Dana in her kitchen unpacking her groceries, and uh, as she's doing that, some hot dogs start shooting at her out of the package, (laughs) and we hear some eerie sounds. And then she opens up her fridge and screams as she's seeing a CG Zool growl at her. Yeah. Get that they didn't have like a big enough budget to make an, a real interior uh, Zool right. like, fridge thing, but also secretly just a little disappointed. I I was filled with joy when I saw it. To be yeah, honest, I'm always yeah CGI always just makes me a little sad. But yeah, I'm definitely the execution of it, uh, and this makes me happy. <laughs> joy, not all CGI, but yeah, um, I'm more of a you know. I mean, we're we're definitely practical effects people, but I think in certain situations you have to understand that 
There's no way that they were going to get the budget to do this. And honestly, this amount of CGI in a porn film is kind of special in a way. I really think they probably could have got Dan Aykroyd to invest. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and it's also worth noting, I forgot to bring this up, that this was released on 3D Blu-ray. So this is also a 3D production. Did you get a chance to watch it? On 3D at all? No, I did not, uh, unfortunately. Uh, maybe next time. Maybe, but uh, even in 2D, there's some delight to be had here. Um, at Ghostbusters HQ, we get introduced to Janine, played by uh, Sarah Shivon. Yeah, she's, I'm going to say it, she's not as hot as the real Janine in the first film. All but right. I'm going to say this. She's hotter than Janine in the second film after she grew her hair and dyed it red. Okay. So she's my second favorite Janine overall. (laughs) Uh, Egon is going down on Janine. She knows he's real handy. And then she asks him if anyone has ever given him a handy, and he responds no and gets back to going down on her. Dana walks in and... Seems confused about where she is, probably on account of the oral sex happening in front of her. Yeah. Uh, It's at this point that Vinkman walks over and introduces himself. She explains that what she has to tell him is strange, and he tells her to step into his office. And on the way into his office, he tells Janine to hold his calls, to which she responds, What calls? Uh And he leaves. Janine then gets a call. And is excited because they got one. So the bell rings, yeah. and then we get a montage of everybody dressing in their Ghostbusters gear yeah, I think to that, music. That, I think the phone scene is like uh, pretty much shot for shot the same. <laughs> but her <laughs> acting chops aren't up to uh, whoever played Janine. I, don't, I can't remember her name. Right. Uh, her line reading is a little stiff. Okay, fair say. enough. Um, so then... We uh, see them taking off in a CG Ecto-1, except it's not the Ecto-1, it is the Erecto-1. Hell yeah. (laughs) Uh, So I was kind of surprised that this whole car scene was CG. I guess, you know, they weren't going to get a Ghostbusters mobile. Yeah, they didn't have the money for, um, it was like an old... um, like an old ambulance is what that was. And yeah. Like the film. Uh, yeah. I guess those just are harder to come by. Yeah. Harder to kid out. Um, but Recto one, that's some good, some good work. No, I, I definitely love that part. And then they show up at Chateau de Bron, <laughs> which is the hotel that's being haunted. Yeah. And then we see the crew come up an elevator, but, they're not actually coming up and stepping out of an elevator. This is also a CG green screen, yes. which I found puzzling here. I don't. Much more so than... Than anything else so far. Right, like, I don't think it's that hard to get them stepping out of an elevator. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, as they step out of the elevator, they exchange some ghost tech talk with some innuendo. And then... They run into Slimer. Yes. Uh, Vinkman sees him, and Slimer has a dick. <laughs> it's a little floppy dick that Slimer <laughs> yeah. has. Yes, yeah. he does. And then uh, Slimer runs towards Vinkman and slimes him. Egon and Ray walk up and find him there, and they take off uh, chasing after their ghost signals. 
They end up cornering Slimer in a room where he's masturbating. Vinkman and Egon shoot their plasma packs and zap him while Ray throws out a CG trap to catch him. Vinkman asks why they always say don't cross the streams and... It makes a joke about urinals. Yeah, I guess so. Fear of public urinals. Uh, But they all stare at the trap for a moment. And then we cut to Vinkman, who shows up at Dana's apartment with some flowers. He knocks on the door, but it just creaks open. And he shows himself inside, where Dana is on the couch. But she tells him, Dana isn't here. There's only Zool. Yes. (laughs) So, uh... I don't remember Zool having a tramp stamp. I don't remember that either, no. (laughs) But, uh, she asks him if he wants her body... And he asks a bunch of uh, questions of her and tries to talk to Dana, but she's just masturbating and he does some psychology talk with her, but he finally just dives in and starts to go down on her. He gets up and she starts to uh, blow him on her knees and uh, he grabs her hair and fucks her face a bit. She sucks his balls a bunch. Uh, He also slaps her tits with his dick a bunch. Uh, she rides him on the couch for a while. We get some sideways fucking, some cowgirl as he's sitting on the couch uh, with some ass slapping. He finally stands and comes on her tongue and face, and she licks it up a bit afterwards. He then has her sit on the couch and grabs the phone and places a call to Ghostbusters HQ and talks to Egon. He tells Egon that he's there with Zool. And uh, says he's going to need to stay there with her. Egon mentions that the police brought them Sewell's slave. Yeah. So then we see... The Queef Master. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's... They don't give him a name. <laughs> we see Lewis talking about Zool and some random stuff, including the erection of Bukakis. Yeah. He's doing like a little... Yeah, like a little Rick Moranis speech about uh, Gozer. Right. But it's just about sucking dick and all that. Janine tells Egon to get down on his knees for her, and uh, so he does. He clears the desk and starts to go down on her, but uh, then Lewis Donald ducks himself and uh, puts his (laughs) dick in her mouth as she's being eaten out. Uh, I think what really makes this scene is Lewis's crazy helmet that he's wearing the whole time. Yeah, that colander thing (laughs) they put on him. Yeah, he's got it on the whole time. (laughs) Um, Egon fucks her as she continues to service Lewis. Um, this goes on for quite a while. She's really into it. We cut to her on her knees, sucking and stroking both guys. We see her riding Egon while she's continuing to blow Lewis, and then they switch. Then she gets on her knees, and the guys both give her facials. Yeah, they do. Then we get to the top of Dana's building where everything is CG. Yeah. Right. And uh, now Winston's here. Yeah. Everybody makes a joke about them not knowing who he is. Yeah. They call him by... Uh, oh, they call him Ernie, Ernie Hudson. Hudson. Yeah. yeah. I like when both uh, Dana and Lewis turn into little CGI devil dogs. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's at this point that we get introduced to Gozer, the Gozerian, uh-huh. uh, in, you know, the woman form who asks Ray if he has a 13-inch cock, which Ray says no, 
and then she shocks all of them and then uh every and then of course uh right out of the original film yeah it's pointed out that if somebody asks if you have a 13 inch cock you say yes yeah i'm gonna take that advice to heart in the future <laughs> i don't want to get zapped so they ask themselves what are they gonna do they don't have a 13 inch cock and then all of the other guys stare at Winston. <laughs> then they try to clear their minds so that she can't use their thoughts against them. Uh, and in a moment in the original film where this led to the conjuring of the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man who uh, stomped through the city, instead, it generates Ray's mom. Yeah. Uh, credited also as the 1950s MILF monster. Yeah, she's a... Uh... Large as life. Yes, she is large as life. Large as buildings as she stomps through the city. And uh, she comes by the building and asks if they have a 13-inch cock. (laughs) Ray tells them to all turn away and Egon notes that his mom is hot. So then we see the MILF monster teleport to the rooftop in human size. And then Winston approaches her. And uh, pulls out her tits and starts sucking on them. They really should have just left her big. <laughs> just had him like green screen, like running over her giant body. Yeah. <laughs> in, a, in a real eaten alive sort of way. Yeah. <laughs> he then climbs down and starts to go down on her. And after a bit, she gets up and then Winston unzips his jumpsuit to whip out his allegedly 13-inch cock. I don't think it's quite there. But uh, it's, it's a, pretty big. It's a meaty hog. I'm yes, not, it is. I wouldn't, you know, I'm not going to win in the, con, the hog contest against him. <laughs> That's right. But I don't think it helps to exaggerate the numbers either. You're just making <laughs> record keeping and so forth more difficult. Right. So she strokes and sucks on his cock. Um, she has a tattoo on her tit that says something like Jupiter or something. I can't really tell. I don't remember. Um what it said but i remember the tattoo everyone has tattoos yes uh she does do some good ball work and slaps her face with his cock a bunch and then uh winston lays back and she starts to blow him and uh works at it for a bit before climbing on to ride cowgirl she then lays on her back kind of to her side and he fucks her while standing she rides him reverse cowgirl as he rubs her clit She plants her leg up on this platform and he fucks her standing in doggy position. After a while, he rolls her over to uh, fuck her in the doggy prone bone position. And then finally, he rolls her back over and comes on her belly. At that point, Gozer disappears and then Winston is in a pile of bubbles. And he says, I love this town. Yeah. (laughs) And then we cut straight to the credits. (laughs) Yep. That was the St. Ghostbusters triple X. Yes, it was. So, wow. What a range. Yeah. The um, definitely major differences in uh, both budget and style between the two films. Yeah. Uh, I think this will be a fun series. I really enjoyed... uh, I I love Ghostbusters. Right. Uh, Jeopardy, I could probably be comfortably have not watched... Right. But um, I'm pretty glad we saw Ghostbusters, so I'm looking forward to some of his other uh, big property parodies when we uh, continue this in the future. 
Yeah, we'll have to check out and see what other wild stuff Axel's been up to. Yeah. I will say uh, one thing I do like about modern porn is I do think the blowjobs get a lot sloppier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, there's more... There's more extreme stuff, and what we really need is some way, someone who will merge the old narrative style with right. the new sloppy style <laughs> and create um, perfect pornographic films, the likes of which man has never dreamed of. But, we can only uh, hope and yeah, pray. Until then, we have Axel Braun, who's uh, doing his damnedest. And we appreciate him for that. Yeah, definitely. Thank you, Axel Braun. Yeah, thank you for... Being a Patreon subscriber, <laughs> uh, boy, that was that, this was fun though. I enjoyed this one. Um, you got any final thoughts about Axel Braun and his many uh, works? I think it'll be interesting to go through them. Um, I, you know, there it can't escape the general issue with most modern porn, which is the sex scenes are so long that it's hard to actually watch them. Like right as films. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I assume that like the idea is that you watch a little bit and you jack off and then you come and then you turn it back on later. Yeah. Watch more. Some of that. And like I said earlier, I think a lot of it like gets split up into like scenes for like websites and stuff like that too. So yeah, if you want the whole product, this is it. But like, if you just like click on Pornhub or whatever, you might get the see thirty-minute scenes. Yeah, you'll get them shrinking down Ray's mom and getting banged. You're like, I don't really understand what's going on. But then you'll see, <laughs> oh, there's a whole movie. Well, maybe I should see Ghostbusters. Just in general, yeah. <laughs> like, you didn't get it at all because you had never seen Ghostbusters. Yeah, most people haven't. So yeah, I'm spreading the good word. <laughs> I'm making sure everyone's heard of this funny little film that. History almost forgot. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Axel Braun, for subscribing to our Patreon. And thank you, everybody else who subscribes to our Patreon. Yes, we love you deeply. Yes. Uh, bye-bye. <laughs>